This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 21st. The Lake of the Ozarks Boat Parade returns for 2022 and a second attempt to break the Guinness World Record for largest boat parade. This year's parade starts Saturday, June 11th. Changes for this year's parade include moving to the Grand Glaze Arm and lowering the entry fee from $50 to $20. If there are funds left over, they'll be donated to Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council. To register to be part of the parade, go to www.funlake.com. Lake Area Chamber of Commerce has named Morgan Crankshaw as its new executive director. Crankshaw is currently the marketing director for the Arrowhead Senior Living Community and as the chamber's own membership director from 2012 to 2014. She says she's thrilled to come back to the chamber and can't wait to grow the chamber's role and value to their members. Looking for a front row seat for Lake Race? If you're a boat captain, the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance has an opportunity to see the races up close. To keep the event safe and fun, patrol assistance is needed, and the perk is that volunteers get a front row seat. If you're interested in volunteering at Lake Race, contact Samantha Schwink at 573-836-5080. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, Lake Expo. Our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on Key Radio. And thank you to Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the history of Victoria Station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at Victoria Station. The Victoria Station has been around for 37 years now. We're a family-owned business. We've been in our location for 27. We're veteran-owned, family-run. We carry lots of different product categories from greeting cards to home fragrances, uh, lamps, potpourri. There are certain products that you have to smell. Those home fragrance things, the candles, the potpourri lines, the fragrance oils that, yeah, you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. The high school basketball season came to an end with the boys and girls classes 4, 5, and 6 state championships over the weekend. For the boys, class 4 champion Vashon, they beat Father Tolton in the championship game. Class 5 champ is Webster's Grove, they beat Helias. And the class 6 champion, Christian Brothers College, they beat Nixa. For the girls, it was John Burr beating Benton for the title. Elias finished third. St. James finished fourth. In Class 5, West Plains, the state champ. They beat Whitfield. And in Class 6, is it's Incarnate Word uh, beating Kickapoo for the state title. It was a great basketball season. Some great games for you on Lake TV. And remember, on Tuesday and Friday nights, we show you the Lake TV Classic Game of the Week. Some
some great games from over the years on Lake TV. Men's NCAA tournament, first two rounds of the big dance in the books. The defending national champion is out. Baylor eliminated in the second round by North Carolina in overtime. Two number two seeds eliminated. Kentucky and Auburn are gone. They will pick it up with a Sweet 16 action starting on Thursday. Mizzou Tigers, their season is over, as is the MSU Bears. The Lady Bears, they won a game in the NCAA tournament. They lost, though, to Ohio State over the weekend. So the uh, Lady Bears finished the season 25-8. and The Lady Tigers from Mizzou, they lost to Drake in overtime in the first round of the NIT tournament. St. Louis Blues lost Saturday at Columbus, their third straight loss. They'll be on the road to play the Caps in Washington tomorrow. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. That's right. KB Kevin Burns. You can see him on Lake TV with What's Burning at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live on MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock, serving the entire lake area. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Part of the solution. Join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. Hey, good morning. It is 8.07. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and join us here on The Daily Show. 
The Daily Show. Yes, it is The Daily Show. I don't know, but uh, I've been thinking about changing the name of this show. I don't know why. I just... <laughs> uh, the Daily Show. It's it, it's already been done, right? There's already a guy out there that talks about The Daily Show. So uh, maybe we do uh, KB and guests or something. I don't know. Hope you had a good weekend. Some great weather yesterday. Man, it was a beautiful day. And... So rather than drag out the smoker, I uh, pulled out the gumbo pot. Made a big old pile of gumbo yesterday. Good stuff. Some chicken and andouille sausage gumbo. And uh, the assist goes to my wife, who I said, I always ask her. I said, you know, here's the deal. You uh, you get in here and uh, you taste it and you tell me what you think. And so... Uh, she's got a good palate on her, and she said it needs a little salt. I always go easy on the salt. Well, for a variety of different reasons, uh, one of which is health, you know. Don't eat all that salt in your diet. And, uh, yeah, you look at me and say, how does that guy even use the word diet? <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, put a little... Put a little uh, warning out there on social media that it was gumbo day so people wouldn't come by the house and bother me while I'm making my gumbo. <laughs> it's a very it's a very stringent process, but I hope that uh I hope that you enjoyed your weekend. Right now we are at 54 degrees. 54 degrees on this 21st day of March. And let's see what old man weather has in store for us. You thought I was going to say old man winter. No, it's old man weather. Mother nature, old man weather, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we actually have the possibility for maybe a little rain in the forecast today, about a 50-50 shot. And we might see some of it uh, during the day. And I think we've got a better shot for that rain tonight. 53 for the overnight low. After we hit a high today of around 72, so some uh, beautiful weather. And then things are going to cool down for us just a bit. Showers and thunderstorms a possibility tomorrow, mainly in the afternoon and evening. Rain possible on Wednesday. That's when we really start to see uh, a change in the temperature. Hopefully you still have a little propane left in the tank. You didn't use it all. 68 for the high tomorrow with those showers and thunderstorms possible tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow evening. 42 the high on Wednesday. 48 the expected high on Thursday. Uh, Friday will be close to 60 degrees. 59 to be exact. A few clouds on Friday. A few clouds on Saturday. 26 the expected high. Uh, I'm sorry. 20, did I say 26? 57 the actual high on Saturday. Saturday is the 26th by the way. 61 degrees on Sunday, and uh, then we'll get back into the 70s by next week. So don't worry, just a brief uh, hiatus, and then we'll uh, get right back into more spring-like weather. And you heard uh, Stacy Johnson with the news this morning talking all about uh, the various events that are going to be coming up uh, that are lake-related. They're going to try to break the record, again, for the most boats on the water. I guess they made a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good run at it last year. Didn't quite get where they wanted to get, but they did raise money for uh, some good causes. So what they're going to do is they're going to move the event, right? They're going to move the event uh, over to the Grand Glaze arm of the Lake of the Ozarks, and they're going to cut the uh, entry fee from 50 bucks down to 20 bucks, and the proceeds benefit the 
Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council. You can't do that. Why is that? Because I'm a member of the Water Safety Council, and I said you can't do that. <laughs> That's funny. 812 is uh, our time this morning. Again, 54 degrees. Broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Speaking of which, Bill LaCasse will join us at about 940 this morning. We'll get the financial update, kind of talk a little bit about some of the things that you need to be doing to maybe plan for your retirement or possibly just uh, have some extra cash when you need it, which is always a good thing. Always a good thing. Speaking of extra cash, I looked at my grocery bill on Saturday and I thought I had a heart attack. I don't know about you, but my grocery bill was just off the scale, unbelievable. And I thought, well, uh, I normally shop at a couple of stores, a couple of different stores. And the store that I thought, well, I'm just going to get a couple of things and that'll be cool and we won't have any issues or problems there. I looked at that bill and it was almost $70. Then I went to the other store where I... uh, finished off my shopping, and that bill was almost $130. And you're thinking, well, what did you buy? You should probably have a lot of stuff. You shouldn't have to come up for air or go to the grocery store for a while. Well, most of the stuff I bought was gumbo-related, but a lot of the other stuff, you know, just, I don't know how closely, excuse me, I don't know how closely you uh, pay attention when you're grocery shopping or if you just go and realize that I need stuff and stuff costs money and so I'm just going to end up paying a lot of money for stuff. Or if you have made a conscious effort to really try and uh, and kind of guard your grocery bill and watch what you're buying and pay close attention to how much you're paying and uh, you're not getting as much stuff at the store anymore. You just, I mean, you're... I talked to a buddy of mine the other day, and he said, you know, we're down to just brass tacks, man. We don't we don't buy any extras. He's got three kids, so <laughs> you can understand. And, and, you know, they're like all teenagers. Yeah, they're not young. They're not little kids. They're big kids, and they eat a lot. But he said, you know, we're having to make a few sacrifices here and there when it comes to buying stuff uh, at the store for the kids, you know, like not all the sugary snacks that they would normally get, Uh, you know, ding-dongs or ho-hos or whatever it is the kids like to throw back. And so uh, I'll tell you one of the things that that I've done that uh, to me makes sense anyway. Um, I'm not a big fan of wasting food to begin with. I hate throwing out, like, you know, something ends up in the back of the fridge and you don't see it for months, and then you're cleaning out the fridge and you reach back there and you open up that Tupperware container, and when you open it up, something something sticks sticks a knife or a hand or something takes a swipe at you with it because it's been in there so darn long. Well, I hate throwing out food. I really do. But one of the things I hate worse than anything else is wasting milk. I mean... And we used to we used to be the family that you know had a had a gallon of milk in the fridge all the time. You could always come to our house and expect to find milk in the fridge. Well, it's still there, but not as much. Gone from the gallon down to the half gallon because I just and I really try to pay close attention to the expiration date too. When you're sitting there looking at the milk and you're going, hmm, which one of these should I buy? And I wonder sometimes if the folks at the grocery store pay attention because sometimes you see an expiration date and it's like, really? That's tomorrow. And it's still in the case. And then next to it, 
is a uh, is a gallon or half gallon of milk of you know an expiration date on there that's uh, at least a week out, and you're wondering who in the world is stocking these shelves. And should I sit down and have a little talk with him about it? No, you never know. So we are off and running. Don't forget, um, uh, let's see here. We've got a city administrator from the city of Osage Beach. Gina Woods is going to join us at 910 this morning. We'll talk about all things economically related rather, to the city of Osage Beach. Talk about some stuff that they've got coming up. Uh, You know, when they're going to open up the ball fields and when they've got uh, various events coming up. So we'll spend about 20 minutes with Gina Woods. We haven't had her on the program as of yet, but uh, I want to reach out and get to all of our city administrators. We're going to be talking with Harrison Fry tomorrow from the city of Lake Ozark. We're going to be, of course, talking from time to time as we do with Jeff Hooker from Camdenton. We'd like to get some more of the other folks on here. Uh, Eldon for sales. So we're going to reach out to them and uh, see if we can't get them to call into the program and just uh, kind of figure out where we are economically here at the Lake of the Ozarks. What new businesses are looking at opening their doors or at least uh, maybe have taken the time to contact the cities and reach out to them and say, hey, listen, we'd really, you know, we'd really like to set up shop in your city. Your city looks like a cool place. And uh, I I guess the big um, question for Gina this morning is, what is the current status of the uh, outlet mall? Because there was talk that um, a company was going to come in and try to revitalize it. And, yes, the little acronym TIF was used, Tax Increment Financing. And we'll see just exactly uh, how well that goes over. Now, the other TIF they were talking about was for the uh, proposed arena the uh, the arena that they were going to have uh, in Osage Beach as well. So I guess maybe we can uh, talk to Gina about that and see where that project is. See how, uh, how long it uh, is going to be before Hobby Lobby opens their doors here in Osage Beach as well. So lots going on. And I would imagine that's going to be a quick 20 minutes with uh, Gina Woods because we have uh, a lot of ground to cover. And as I mentioned, Bill Cass from SRG Financial Advisors will be in this morning at 940. Uh, let's see. On the program tomorrow, uh, Tyler Brown is going to join us. Tyler is with the Missouri Department of Conservation. We'll talk about a lot of the things that are going on right now. Snagging season is uh, is underway. I think they've changed a few things with snagging season, but... Really not all that bad. Still a lot of fun stuff. Still a, a, a lot of opportunities for folks to get out and, and, and do what they like doing here. I believe we'll uh, we'll probably talk some other conservation-related uh, events. With Mr. Tyler Brown, who will be on the program. Also, Harrison Fry, as I mentioned, is going to be on the program tomorrow from the city of Lake Ozark. And Brian Vance, our good buddy, Brian Vance, who uh, is going to, we're going to talk a little shoreline cleanup, you know. I think it's about that time. And I don't know how they are set for volunteers this year, but I would imagine if you uh, reach out to those folks over at Ameren, they can probably hook you up with somebody, uh, some group, some uh, organization that could use a little help. Why not? Then, of course, uh, Ica Palooza on Wednesday. We'll have Mindy Sales and uh, Danny Ellison back with us on Wednesday. I'm sorry, on Thursday. And then on Friday. <clears throat> Friday, we will uh, be talking it over with um, 
Tim Gallatin from the Camdenton Shed of the Missouri Department of Transportation. And also we will uh, talk it over with Dave Maupin from Among the Dogwoods. Among the Dogwoods. 8.20 is our time. Uh, Coming up tonight, or actually it starts this afternoon, the first of many candidate forums that you can hear on this radio station. Well, I I don't know that we're going to do, I don't know if we're going to do the one out at Wilmore Lodge later in the week or not. I I, I know tonight we'll be over at the uh, Camdenton Area Chamber of Commerce. I believe they are going to have uh, candidates that are running for Board of Aldermen in Camdenton, also uh, mayor. Uh, the mayor mayoral election taking place uh, in April, and uh, then uh, Camdenton School Board, the candidates that are running for Camdenton School Board. So you'll get to hear all of, uh, all of those poke, uh, folks, some of whom we've uh, spoken with right here on this program. So uh, be listening in, and this is the first live broadcast that we have uh, have tried here, or will be trying later on tonight. So. Bear with us, folks. If things don't go exactly according to plan, please don't flip out and send me a bunch of messages on Facebook. Because uh, we think we've got this thing worked out. I worked with Andrew Evans uh, last Thursday over at Lake TV. And Lake TV uh, is going to be, uh, all of our broadcast partners are going to be working uh, together on this. LakeExpo.com, Lake TV, and of course, Key Radio. We're going to get this out to you as quickly as possible and and as best as possible. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, uh, give us a little wiggle room here because this is our first attempt at uh, getting uh, uh, something like this done. And like I said, we, we worked it all out on Thursday, but sometimes things change between the time you actually sit down and, and work it out and the time that you uh, take actually presenting the material and trying to present the live broadcast. What is going on today? Today, by the way, is the 21st day of March. Today is International Day of Forests. (laughs) Today is World Poetry Day. Today is National Fragrance Day. Today is National Crunchy Taco Day. That's outstanding. Today is also Harmony Day. National French Bread Day, National Healthy Fats Day, National Single Parent Day, National uh, it's World Puppetry Day. It is also World Down Syndrome Day, raising public awareness, promoting inclusivity and the support and well-being of those with Down Syndrome. Today, by the way, is also National Common Courtesy Day. Common courtesy. Little things make uh, a difference. Little things go a long way. Do you still hold the door for people? You know, you see somebody coming in or out of, let's say, a convenience store, and uh, you know they're going to be hitting the door about the same time you are, so do you uh, hold it open for them? What are some other things that you do that you would consider common courtesy? We often forget that simple things can make a difference. 823. I want to look at this and see if they have any other suggestions. It says here at the bottom, hey, it only takes a small gesture to be a big hero. Remember to say please and thank you on March 21st. 
it could make a world of difference. Please listen to this radio program, and I thank you for doing so. And if you were here right now, I would hold the door for you at 824. We're going to try to uh, make sure we can get you the audio from tonight's uh, candidate forum. As I said, they'll have three various uh, forums going on. Uh, One for Board of Aldermen members, one for Osage Beach Mayor, and one for Camdenton School Board. And we will uh, give it our all tonight, folks. We certainly will. So has anybody, and, and, and I'm sorry, because the, the last few years I just haven't done it. And maybe you're doing it right now, but uh, are you following the uh, NCAA tournament? What are they, down to 16 teams now? And there seems to be a team out there that uh, is from, well, well, uh, I'm not sure where they're from. I, I, I've heard their name several times. And I know they beat Kentucky, this team, St. Peter's, which is supposed to be a, a pretty hot team right now. They're kind of like that Cinderella story that you enjoy when the NCAA tournament is going on. So you just uh, you hope and pray and wonder uh, about what's going on. Let's see here. I'm going to see if I I thought I saw some uh, information on them here this morning. I don't see anything right at the moment. Maybe during the break I'll try to find something. But Feel free to give us a call this morning, 573-633-5395, Phone lines open. We'd love to hear from you if you've got something on your mind. Maybe you can help me out a little bit. Like I said, I this is normally the time that I get involved with college basketball is is right around tournament time and i used to do the bracket thing and i know that there are some folks because i've seen it on social media i know that uh some folks are all about it that's all that they're doing right now they're not being very productive at work because they're following the ncaa tournament and they're watching their brackets very closely is there anybody that's out yet? I mean, as far as you filled out your brackets here a while back, and uh, all of your teams have lost. <laughs> all the teams that you picked to win. I guess uh, if you pick Kentucky, that's one that's uh, not on there any longer. But it is kind of interesting. And it, it, I, I would say that it's also interesting to hear about this uh, this team, this Cinderella story team here, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I, I just don't see anything here this morning. Let's see here. What's going on? Oh, there you go. This uh, this boat parade that they were talking about. I got to tell you, folks, this is a pretty pretty bold idea. They they did this last year. And they didn't quite get what they wanted. But this year, uh, things are just a wee bit different. The second attempt to beat the Guinness World Record set for June 11th. We'll talk a little bit more about this uh, probably 
After we get through our break at the bottom of the hour, Lake of the Ozarks Boat Parade returning for a second attempt. June 11th starts at 11 a.m. Last year, they had uh, over 600 participants from many states. I mean, who doesn't want to be part of a world record, right? When you see it, and it's actually in the Guinness World Book of Records, and you say to yourself, that's right, I was a part of that. If I wasn't there, then they wouldn't have reached the record. <laughs> oh, goodness, this is great. I, You know, I, you can go uh, to funlake.com slash events slash boat dash parade to uh, get registered. They're going to have it at a different location this year, and then also... I believe the entry fee is going to be a little less. Well, a lot less. It's going to be about 30 bucks cheaper. Nine different states represented last year. Uh, Legina Fitzpatrick, uh, the executive director of the Tri-County Lodging Association, had said nine different states, over 600 boaters. Um, I guess the goal here is about double that. They would like to see at least double the amount of participants. And uh, let's see. There are reasons a boat can be disqualified. Did you know that? Well, we'll talk about some of this stuff on the other side of our uh, information break here at the bottom of the hour. Right now, it looks as though we are uh, set to hear from Stacy Johnson and Chris Schneider. And uh, why not get these folks ready to roll? Stacy Johnson from LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. And also, Chris Schneider with Lake TV, Uncle Chris in the house. It is 8.30 on the Midwest Coast, and you are listening to The Daily Show on Key Radio. Thanks for tuning in. This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. The key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 21st. The Lake of the Ozarks Boat Parade returns for 2022 and a second attempt to break the Guinness World Record for largest boat parade. This year's parade starts Saturday, June 11th. Changes for this year's parade include moving to the Grand Glaze Arm and lowering the entry fee from $50 to $20. If there are funds left over, they'll be donated to Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council. To register to be part of the parade, go to www.funlake.com. Lake Area Chamber of Commerce has named Morgan Crankshaw as its new executive director. Crankshaw is currently the marketing director for the Arrowhead Senior Living Community and as the chamber's own membership director from 2012 to 2014. She says she's thrilled to come back to the chamber and can't wait to grow the chamber's role and value to their members. Looking for a front row seat for Lake Race? If you're a boat captain, the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance has an opportunity to see the races up close. To keep the event safe and fun, patrol assistance is needed, and the perk is that volunteers get a front row seat. If you're interested in volunteering at Lake Race, contact Samantha Schwink at 573 836 
5080. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on Key Radio. And thank you to Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the history of Victoria Station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at Victoria Station. The Victoria Station has been around for 37 years now. We're a family-owned business. We've been in our location for 27. We're veteran-owned, family-run. We carry lots of different product categories, from greeting cards to home fragrances, uh, lamps, potpourri. There are certain products that you have to smell. Those home fragrance things, the candles, the potpourri lines, the fragrance oils, that, yeah, you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. The high school basketball season came to an end with the boys and girls classes 4, 5, and 6 state championships over the weekend. For the boys, class 4 champion Vashon, they beat Father Tolton in the championship game. Class 5 champ is Webster's Grove, they beat Helias. And the class 6 champion, Christian Brothers College, they beat Nixa. For the girls, it was John Burr beating Benton for the title. Elias finished third. St. James finished fourth. In Class 5, West Plains, the state champ. They beat Whitfield. And in Class 6, is it's Incarnate Word uh, beating Kickapoo for the state title. It was a great basketball season. Some great games for you on Lake TV. And remember, on Tuesday and Friday nights, we show you the Lake TV Classic Game of the Week. Some great games from over the years on Lake TV. Men's NCAA tournament, first two rounds of the big dance in the books. The defending national champion is out. Baylor eliminated in the second round by North Carolina in overtime. Two number two seeds eliminated. Kentucky and Auburn are gone. They will pick it up with a Sweet 16 action starting on Thursday. Mizzou Tigers, their season is over, as is the MSU Bears. The Lady Bears, they won a game in the NCAA tournament. They lost, though, to Ohio State over the weekend. So the uh, Lady Bears finished the season 25-8. and eight. The Lady Tigers from Mizzou, they lost to Drake in overtime in the first round of the NIT tournament. St. Louis Blues lost Saturday at Columbus, their third straight loss. They'll be on the road to play the Caps in Washington tomorrow. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. That's right. KB Kevin Burns. You can see him on Lake TV with What's Burning at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live on MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key & Lock. 
When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Part of the solution. Join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. Well, you know, it is, uh, it, it is a, a, a specific club, I guess, that we belong to. It's the gumbo-making club because this wonderful woman just brought me some, some gumbo, Kendra Hicks, who works for the county. Uh, her and her husband were making gumbo yesterday. She said she is the rice maker and the cornbread maker. And he made the gumbo, and I have, haven't have had a chance to taste it yet, but I will, and I'll get back to you on it. But that was so very nice, so very sweet. There, There is your, you know, common courtesy gesture of the day right there. Thank you so much, Kendra. She drove it all the way out here. She works in Camdenton, obviously, at the courthouse. But she came all the way from Max Creek out here to Osage Beach to the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors and brought me some gumbo and some cornbread. And that was so very nice, so very sweet, and I I really appreciate that. Kendra, thank you so much. She was just, uh, you know, I I put it on there yesterday, it's gumbo time, and (laughs) showed all my veggies all chopped up and my chicken and my sausage, the andouille sausage. Got that from the gang over there at the butcher shop. I always get my andouille sausage at the butcher shop. Man, that was sweet. That was very, very, very nice, and I really appreciated that. So thank you so much for sharing your gumbo. And I told her, I said, she thought that we were still over at the Key Gathering Place, and I said, nope, we're at, uh, I said, you don't have to drive all the way out to Osage Beach, but she did anyway. So to Kendra and her husband, thank you so much for 
the gumbo. It will uh, it it will definitely be enjoyed and is much appreciated. Eight thirty nine on the program this morning. You get me in the first hour. <laughs> Five seven three six three three fifty three ninety five. What's on your mind? What is on your mind? Well, uh, how was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? Yesterday, a beautiful day. Watched the race. Made some gumbo. I actually <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> while I was making it. My wife had to wake me up and say, uh, "Oh, by the way, hello. <laughs> You've got something on the stove, and uh, no, you shouldn't be sleeping." On the program, uh, Gina Woods, the city administrator from the city of Osage Beach at 910 and at 940, we'll hear from Bill Cass right here at the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Thanks so much for tuning in. 54 degrees is where we are. 54 wonderful degrees. Enjoy it. Because uh, uh, this is actually looking like it's going to be the warmest day of the week. As we take a, a moment to uh, check the weather forecast, we do have... Uh, the possibility for some showers in that forecast, maybe during the day, but uh, definitely tonight, some showers, maybe even some uh, thunder possible, they're saying, with the rain. 72 the high today, 53 the low tonight, back up to 68 with rain tomorrow, mainly in the afternoon and evening, with a high of 68, a low of 40. Showers on Wednesday, nowhere near as warm, with a high of only 42 degrees expected on Wednesday, a low of 37. That's one of those days where you can almost bet that it's going to struggle to get to 42 for the afternoon high. 48 on Thursday, with a low of 35 and some showers in the forecast, partly cloudy, and 59 on Friday, partly cloudy and 57 on Saturday, 61 Sunday. And then we are back into the 70s for a couple of days before we drop back into the 60s by the middle of next week. So there is your uh, weather in a nutshell. I think we were actually anticipating some rain. Time to water the plants a little bit. We've got those uh, perennials that are coming back up. They started blooming last week, and they are uh, always a sought-after sight, if you will. When we see those beautiful, beautiful plants, those beautiful flowers starting to bloom, uh, then we know it's definitely time for us to uh, be getting in spring mode. So going into the break, I was talking about this, uh, this boat, uh, boat event that they're having for the second time on the Lake of the Ozarks, trying to uh, beat the Guinness World Record I guess for most boats in a continuous, what do you call that, uh, a big group of boats, <laughs> the fleet. <laughs> so it's going to be on the uh, 11th of June, starts at 11 a.m. this year. Last year they got uh, about 600, a uh, little over 600 folks. This year they're hoping to double that. They'd like to see about 1,200 folks. Uh, last year they brought in, let's see, a little over 600 from nine different states. People from nine different states participated. The world record is 1,180 boats. Currently, the Guinness World Record is held in Malaysia, 1,180 boats. 
And I am uh, reading directly off of the story that was put out by LakeExpo.com, one of our media partners. Uh, hoping to get 1,200 votes. Now, there are several reasons a boat can get disqualified, like they're not supposed to be flying flags. These are the Guinness World Record guidelines. There have been a few changes to the parade, among them moving the parade to the Grand Glaze Arm to help maintain a no-wake idle speed and lowering the entry fee from $50 to $20. It was a... It was designed as a fundraiser last year for the Missouri Bicentennial Fireworks Show, but this year the cost is 20 bucks, and they're not providing a T-shirt, but there will still be a flag. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. Doesn't it say... Uh, oh, political flags. I'm sorry. You're not supposed to be flying political flags. You can't have anything that says Trump or Biden <coughs> or anything else on it. <laughs> Isn't that silly? I think you should be able to fly your flag regardless of of whether or not you're attempting a world record. <clears throat> I guess that's so there's no infighting, so that uh, the goal here is to set a world record. It's not, I guess, to uh, maintain who your favorite president is or who you'd like to see president, uh, whoever the current president is at the time. I guess there's no guarantee that Biden would be president on June the 11th. I mean, things could change, right? Anything's possible. A lot of people, I guess, are kind of surprised that he's still in that office, that uh, they haven't made the move to put uh, Kamala Harris in his in his place yet for some reason. He's fallen up the steps on Air Force One. Um, he's... Uh, made his usual well let's not get into it anyway we'll stick with the speed uh, we'll stick with the sto uh, the story here and so they're going to move this thing to the grand glaze arm to help maintain a no wake idle speed um if there are any funds left over they will be donated to the lake of the ozarks water safety council but as far as turnout um they're confident there will be enough folks and this year the record will be broken and it will be uh, here at the Lake of the Ozarks talking with Gina Fitzpatrick from the uh, Tri-County Lodging Association she is the executive director there we're feeling pretty good about it pretty confident very excited and to register, you can go to um, funlake.com slash events slash boat dash parade. And that's how you get registered, folks. Pretty simple stuff. So they gave it a whirl last year. Got about 600 people, 600 boats this year looking to try and get at least 1,200 boats. Do you think it will be successful? Will it be successful? Well, I certainly hope so. <clears throat> I think a lot of people hope it will be successful as well. And you can find all of the information exactly where I'm looking, and that is on the website of lakeexpo.com. 
847. What else is going on? Uh, let's see here. Getting ready for spring. I see my buddy Bob Spicer here. He has uh, got uh, the weekend, this weekend at the lake, telling you about all of the things that are going on. There's some things coming up in the month of May. Um, I believe they're going to have a big truck event and uh, also the VFW uh, bass fishing tournament is uh, going to be coming up in the month of May. And I know uh, I put this on social media, so I hope that people will take the opportunity to check it out. And that is uh, send us your public service announcements, whatever you got going on. Uh, we talked to uh, Jill Wilkie last week from Wonderland Camp and talked about some of the events that they've got coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we also have some events coming up. Uh, our buddy Bradley Berg over there with uh, Encompass Purpose. Um, veterans and First Responders, 9 a.m. Thursdays, complimentary refreshments and breakfast at The Beam, which is located down there on the Bagnell Dam Strip. 1371C Bagnell Dam Boulevard, I believe that's back there. Is that Luby's Plaza where that is? Heroes Outreach Program. Our good buddy John Morlock is involved with that. Veterans and First Responders, 9 a.m. Thursdays, complimentary refreshments and breakfast. And you know, if John Morlock is involved, that uh, everything is going to move along smoothly. You get all these veterans together, man. You want something done and done right. <clears throat> get some veterans involved in it, right? Some guys that uh, have been in the military, men and women that serve, have served the country. It's also a good opportunity to get the veterans together and get the veterans talking. So if you are a veteran and you know a veteran, this would be a great opportunity to get them together. Let's see what else. Uh, Bradley sent me a number of different things here. Let's see what they've got going on here. Um, they're going to have a uh, AA speaker on March 26th, starting at 5 p.m. Lisa Kay, Alcoholism and Recovery, Discussions and Insights, again, at the Beam Lighthouse on the Bagnell Dam Strip. So that's always a good program to attend. Excuse me. What else do we have here? Um, uh, they have diapers. It says, we have diapers, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Diapers, baby wipes, feminine products, needs-based, free-of-charge partnership with the Changing Table. Now, I don't know if you've heard about these folks or not, but they basically collect diapers and have been doing so for quite some time now. And if you need diapers, baby wipes, feminine products, you can head down to the Beam Lighthouse on the Bagnell Dam Strip. They've got those down there for you as well. Uh, they also have a gamer's night. Saturday, I believe that's April the 16th, 3.30 until 9, $5 donation, video games, cards, games, darts, pool, beverages, and food at the beam. So these folks are 
very active in our community with various things that are going on. And I think, as a matter of fact, we might actually be doing a segment on that uh, coming up on Lake TV. We had a lot of fun with that show over there on uh, Lake TV with the crew. William Holtz, Chris Schneider, Megan Albers, Andrew Evans, Ricky Smith, uh, Bob Spicer, and yours truly, a couple of other, we've got a couple of other folks that work for them as well uh, that we don't always see, but I know it's a great crew to work with, and we've had a lot of fun, and uh, we've had a lot of great guests, man. I mean, if you want to know about the history of the Lake of the Ozarks, we've got a good one coming up for you next, or actually this Thursday, we're going to be out filming. Um, we're going to be out in uh, Lori at uh, the church out there, which Jim Paisley's father helped to build that church. And we've got some great uh, uh, great history that we're going to be talking about, in particular out there at the church. Uh, right now, Megan Albers told me that she's trying to make sure someone's there to unlock the door so that we can get in the church and take a look around. We'll have Bill Mulder with us as well. We've started a, a kind of a cool show. It's called On the Trail, and we've been very fortunate to uh, see some sites around uh, the Lake area. In particular, we focused mostly on Camden County right now, but we're waiting for the weather to get a little bit better so we can travel, go to Miller County, go to Morgan County, get outside the Lake area. There's some interesting places. Uh, we hope to get to the birthplace of the Santa Fe Trail, which is up near, I guess, uh, what's that, around Boonville? But we're hoping to get out there and have some fun and stretch our legs a little bit and get outside and show uh, some of the cool things that are going on around the Lake of the Ozarks. So, yes, indeed. We're going to have some fun. We sure are. And I want to thank everybody for, gosh, thanks to all the folks for tuning in. We've got uh, got a few listeners this morning. But as I said, we are going to uh, take some time to enjoy the Tri-County area with our friend Bill Mulder. And maybe we'll get uh, Jim Paisley to come along for the ride once in a while with us because those two guys it's that's like uh, going to college and not having to pay the tuition <laughs> you get your free history lesson you get all the history that you can possibly deal with here and it's a great thing it really is 854 and 57 degrees 72 the high today 53 the low tonight we'll we'll get some showers in there it looks like some rain possible during the day but a better chance for it tonight Looks like we're going to have rain possible for at least the next four days, today through Thursday. Could see some more rain. Uh, we will see some more rain tomorrow. And a good possibility for that rain on uh, Wednesday and Thursday as well. So check it out, folks. It's a good time. It's time for a little bit of rain. Wash some of that crud off the road. The first five minutes of a rainstorm are the most dangerous, right? That's when the water mixes with the dirt and the oil. And then if you don't have a steady rain, it it might last a little longer than that. 8.55, lots of good stuff coming up in the next hour. Bill LaCasse will be with us. Uh, Gina Woods, she's the city administrator from the city of Osage Beach. And I hope that you will stick along 
and stick around and go for the ride with us here. Just a nice day to kind of kick back and relax. We've got the candidate forum coming up tonight. Unfortunately, it is not open to the public. I will tell you that much. So you have an opportunity to check it out on a variety of different platforms, including this one right here. We're teaming up with our media partners, LakeExpo.com and Lake TV, to bring you the candidate forum on key radio. Now, as I said earlier, we might have a few ifs, ands, or buts, because this is our first shot at this. And as it goes, sometimes, even though you have some well-laid plans, they don't always go according to plan. <laughs> so, please, if you would, be, uh, be easy on us. Give us a little wiggle room. We're going to try to do what we can do to uh, get you the candidate forum in its entirety, starting at about 4.30 and running until... I guess it's done. They hope, you know, depending on the size and, and the number of candidates that we have, I think you, you're going to get the Board of Aldermen candidates for the city of Camdenton. You're going to get uh, the mayoral candidates for the city of Osage Beach. And then you will also be able to get the school board candidates for the Camdenton School District. And there's, what, four different uh, people running for one seat, the incumbent, and three others. So we'll see just how things play out. Now, as I said, they're really going to try to keep things on track and go according to time. And I believe the school board candidates will get the most time since there are four of them. But they're trying to essentially uh, get the questions, get the candidates together. And as far as you know, keeping it uh, closed to the public, I think that's just so that they can keep it moving so that there aren't any distractions along the way. So make sure you take the time to check it out right here on Key Radio because we're going to have it for you hopefully starting at 4.30. We'll flip the switch and see how it flies. <laughs> it's kind of the nice thing about being in this position. You know, you get to do a lot of stuff like that. You get to go out and um, I don't know that we're going to have, uh, I have not talked to the folks, the powers that be yet, uh, as far as uh, the next forum, which I believe is on Thursday. So we'll have to wait and see how everything plays out. We will have local information for you here at the top of the hour, and then we'll get into our conversation with Gina Wood, City Administrator from the City of Osage Beach, Bill LaCasse with SRG Financial Advisors. It's where we broadcast from, so it makes sense because he's just down the hall to bring him in and uh, talk a little financial uh, stuff, financial business. Talk about your finances. Are you prepared for retirement? I can say, in all honesty, I'm probably not. But then I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to keep going until I drop over. <laughs> We're going to see if we can't. Yeah, get it get it all taken care of here for you, but uh, preparing for your retirement, just making sure you have some things. My son's like, Dad, when you retire, uh, or when you pass away, what kind of a nest egg will I have? Nest egg. <laughs> there's no nest, because there's no egg in the nest. But we'll see how uh, how all of that plays out and what's on Bill's mind this morning. Obviously, uh, what's going on with uh, Russia and Ukraine has uh, had quite a grip on the stock market for one reason or another. 
However, it looks as though maybe we're seeing a little bit, a little bit, I stress a little bit, of relief at the pump. And that's uh, that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> what did somebody say? Uh, eating White Castles is the cheapest? Oh, we won't get into that. It is just about uh, 9 o'clock on the Midwest Coast. Let's jump in here with the information for you this morning. Stacy Johnson with a check of local news with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. And Chris Schneider. Uncle Chris with Lake TV and a check of sports. It's all coming up, and it's all here for you now. And thank you for listening to 89.3 The Key and The Daily Show. This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 21st. The Lake of the Ozarks Boat Parade returns for 2022 and a second attempt to break the Guinness World Record for largest boat parade. This year's parade starts Saturday, June 11th. Changes for this year's parade include moving to the Grand Glaze Arm and lowering the entry fee from $50 to $20. If there are funds left over, they'll be donated to Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council. To register to be part of the parade, go to www.funlake.com. Lake Area Chamber of Commerce has named Morgan Crankshaw as its new executive director. Crankshaw is currently the marketing director for the Arrowhead Senior Living Community and has the chamber's own membership director from 2012 to 2014. She says she's thrilled to come back to the chamber and can't wait to grow the chamber's role and value to their members. Looking for a front row seat for Lake Race? If you're a boat captain, the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance has an opportunity to see the races up close. To keep the event safe and fun, patrol assistance is needed, and the perk is that volunteers get a front row seat. If you're interested in volunteering at Lake Race, contact Samantha Schwink at 573-836-5080. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, Lake Expo. Our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on Key Radio. And thank you to Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the history of Victoria Station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at Victoria Station. The Victoria Station has been around for 37 years now. We're a family-owned business. We've been in our location for 27. We're veteran-owned, family-run. We carry lots of different product categories from greeting cards to home fragrances, uh, lamps, potpourri. There are certain products that you have to smell. Those home fragrance things, the candles, the potpourri lines, the fragrance oils that, yeah, you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530.
here with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. The high school basketball season came to an end with the boys and girls classes 4, 5, and 6 state championships over the weekend. For the boys, class 4 champion Vashon, they beat Father Tolton in the championship game. Class 5 champ is Webster's Grove, they beat Helias. And the class 6 champion, Christian Brothers College, they beat Nixa. For the girls, it was John Burroughs beating Benton for the title. Elias finished third. St. James finished fourth. In Class 5, West Plains, the state champ. They beat Whitfield. And in Class 6, is it's Incarnate Word uh, beating Kickapoo for the state title. It was a great basketball season. Some great games for you on Lake TV. And remember, on Tuesday and Friday nights, we show you the Lake TV Classic Game of the Week. Some great games from over the years on Lake TV. Men's NCAA Tournament, first two rounds of the big dance in the books. The defending national champion is out. Baylor eliminated in the second round by North Carolina in overtime. Two number two seeds eliminated. Kentucky and Auburn are gone. They will pick it up with a Sweet 16 action starting on Thursday. Mizzou Tigers, their season is over, as is the MSU Bears. The Lady Bears, they won a game in the NCAA tournament. They lost, though, to Ohio State over the weekend. So the uh, Lady Bears finished the season 25-8. and eight. The Lady Tigers from Mizzou, they lost to Drake in overtime in the first round of the NIT tournament. St. Louis Blues lost Saturday at Columbus, their third straight loss. They'll be on the road to play the Caps in Washington tomorrow. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. That's right. KB Kevin Burns. You can see him on Lake TV with What's Burning at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live on MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page.
a part of the solution. Join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. Hey, we're back. It's 908. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, check in and join us here this morning. Monday morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. Monday. I think I swallowed a bug. Monday morning, <laughs> the 21st day of March. Looking good so far. 57 degrees is where we are. Looking for a high today of about 72, maybe 73 before it is all said and done. We'll uh, definitely update the uh, forecast and see if things have changed at all for us. Looks at this point like, uh, again, we will see rain, 73, the expected high. Maybe some rain today. More uh, likely we're going to see it tonight. Uh, a, a good chance of uh, uh, rain and uh, maybe even a few claps of thunder in there as far as uh, the light show continues on uh, with this particular system. Rain uh, likely tomorrow. Now, they uh, basically had it set aside for what we're talking about here um, Rain for Tuesday. It's supposed to be in the afternoon, but it looks like it could be an all-day event at this point. 67 the high, 40 the low. Showers on Wednesday, high 43, low 37. Showers in the morning on Thursday, high 48, low 35. Partly cloudy on Friday and Saturday. Highs both days in the upper 50s. And then we'll hit 60-degree weather on Sunday with plenty of sunshine and a high of 61. So still bouncing around on the old magical weather roller coaster 57 degrees a uh, very nice day and we hope to hear uh, shortly from city administrator of the city of osage beach gina wood she should be checking in with us here and definitely giving us uh, an opportunity to find out more about what's going on in uh, the big metropolis the thriving metropolis that is osage beach there is a lot of business, uh, it looks like, that uh, is, is coming to the lake, and I hope that doesn't slow down. Um, talk to the folks over there at uh, Ozark Barge and Dock. They are a sponsor for the show, Nina over there. And she was telling me that, man, it is just uh, like pulling teeth, I guess, to uh, get docks built because they are desperately trying, and, and I would imagine everybody's probably in the same boat with this, and that is... Uh, the fact that uh, they are trying so hard to get the materials necessary in order to build the docks. And they are definitely uh, having some success, I guess. They're getting some docks built. I was talking to a guy yesterday, that a friend of mine that uh, works with uh, the steel, metal, and he uh, was saying how they're you know, basically working overtime he said he's been working and doing a lot uh, as far as his company is concerned just because of the uh, uh, the need for them to get the steel out and, and get it to the various people who utilize it. 9-11 is our time. Let's bring in Gina Wood. She is a city administrator from the city of Osage Beach, and she is joining us on The Daily Show here this morning. How have you been? Oh, been doing good. How about you? Well, uh, it's good to have you on the program finally and uh, to start uh, talking a little bit about uh, the season that will be 2022 here at the Lake of the Ozarks. And uh, as always, there is a lot going on in the city of Osage Beach, and uh, we can probably uh, start just about anywhere you want to start as far as uh, events or uh, 
economic development that's going on. Uh, I, I guess a lot of people, Gina, are really kind of focused on the revitalization of the outlet mall. And uh, uh, is, is there anything you can tell us about this particular project to kind of get the ball rolling this morning? Well, not really, other than what's been happening at the board level. It's still very early to tell as far as um, what may or may not come out as far as the city is concerned, but the board did approve a funding agreement and did hire counsel, so that's really the first step, and then the developers will work through the TIF commission process and application process, which, you know, could take months, could take, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's really hard to tell at this point, but the, you know, but the the initial steps are are being taken place uh, once the city receives an application, and and like I said, it'll go through a TIF commission process and go through all that fun stuff, so still very early, but the, the, the ball has at least started rolling, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's been a lot of concern for the future of the mall for a long time, obviously, as uh, business just kind of dwindled, and uh, in, in, in we were, you know, hoping to see something happen, I think that was the hope for a lot of people, anyway. But the initial talk, it, yeah. it, it sounds like they're really going to come in here and, uh, uh, if everything goes according to plan, really get this thing back up and running to uh, uh, its former glory days, uh, where where you had a lot of people in and out of there, and you had a lot of businesses and. I guess they're going to bring in. They talked to possibly about bringing in some entertainment and and just trying to make it uh, a, a destination yet yet again, like it was uh, here. You know, not too terribly long ago anyway. But uh, that that certainly is uh, good news. And then there was talk of of this uh, this peninsula um, group coming in and uh, talk. They talked about uh, this. Uh, I guess a, an arena of some kind, a sports uh, arena. A sp- a place where you can have, I guess, some uh, pretty serious, sizable uh, sporting events and, and some other things. I, I guess you would be able to utilize it for that. Where does that sit with the city of Osage Beach at this point? Uh, I, I would I would imagine it's almost uh, as close to... Well, I know, I know very little about that because okay. that area actually sits just right outside the city. So... Mm-hmm. That wouldn't. I don't. I, I don't know. Can't speak to that. The that piece of property again says right. right outside the city limits, so okay. it would have a different process. Should the developer be asking for any kind of incentives, that could really be county level. So right. I don't really know anything okay. about that. Can't help you there. What about uh, what about <laughs> yeah. Hobby Lobby? When is Hobby Lobby going to open its doors? Well, um, I knew you were going to ask that. I did not know a month, but they are moving on their – as anybody that drives by it, they are making progress. Um, the last update I kind of, you know, wasn't involved in was, you know, it'd be this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know that they're not behind. So it, they're making progress. The site is looking amazing. Uh, it's changing every day. Good. and walls are up, and I know they're solidifying other – um, stores to be mm-hmm. filled as well. So we're excited about that. That's coming along, you know, got with COVID and different things, you know, the economy, it, it got behind a tiny bit, but we are, we are thrilled that it's moving forward and, and moving forward nicely. Nice so, to see that. Nice to see we that. We can't that, wait. That, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We, we can't so, wait till those doors open. So can we talk about any other potential businesses that might be coming to the area or, any businesses that have shown interest in uh, the city of Osage Beach as a place to, uh, as a place to put down, uh, put down roots. 
Well, nothing I can tell you. I know people get really tired of hearing that, but everything is so, you know, so hush-hush until the, until right. the particular um, developer or businesses choose that's their story. Um, you know, we're, we're busy. We've got our city planner's office is busy. Our building officials' office is busy. We've got a lot of interest, a lot of construction happening, um, not just on new businesses, but an expansion of existing businesses. We've got a lot of um, lake homes being built. So our construction activity is, is very high, right. which is nice because we know what's happening with economy inflation. So uh, not sure when all those lines may, may get crossed, but a lot of progress happening um, across the board. And we're excited about that. We also partnered in conjunction with our Lake Area Economic Development Council with a company called Nexite, which was also made available um, or made possible because of the partnership with Ameren, Missouri. And they're a recruitment data analytics and recruitment um, company. So we're starting to work with them along with six other cities in the Lake Area. Um, the, we have a three-county-wide Economic Development Council. And so that is really moving along, not just good for Osage Beach, but Camdenton and Lake Ozark and Versailles mm-hmm. and Eldon and the communities around working together to recruit as, um, you know, as a region. So they're making a lot of contacts. Again, I can't really, I, you know, <laughs> until a building permit, until they've announced. Right, right. Um, I don't, I, I hate to, to be the bearer of bad news, but there is a lot of activity and a lot of interest. So... We're, we're excited about that because we had a really robust year uh, for 2021. Um, even 2020 wasn't bad, as we all know. We mm. were we, we got our spot on the map for people that may have not been <laughs> coming to Osage right. Beach or knew knew about our city. So it, it that that continues. We're again we're we're very robust. We've got a lot of projects with the city um, investment capital because we've had increases in revenue. It's allowed us to invest back to our employees. It's allowed us to invest in some equipment um, for different departments that we've needed for years, and we've got a lot of projects. Industrial Road's going to be reconstructed. We've got a couple of sidewalk projects that are bidding has closed, and you know, hopefully you'll see shovels in the ground soon on those. So we've got a lot of activity with this weather being nice that you're going to see some see some construction around and some necessary road and even water and sewer projects. Well, that is always the hope. That is certainly always the hope that uh, you got a lot of business and, and got a lot of things going on. And it sounds, as always, like the city of Osage Beach is uh, doing its fair share to contribute to the economy here at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, uh, any things that we need to know about as far as any events coming up uh, in the city? Don't you have a, a big garage jail coming up here soon or something like that? Well, that's actually in the fall, but our parks department has been busy, busy, busy. We've got Little League softball and baseball sign-up that just concluded, so right all those games will start here in May. Uh, they'll start practicing soon. We have the big Easter egg hunt. That's a big deal for us. That's um, probably like our first big event, uh, Saturday the 16th, mm-hmm. and you can find more information on our website. That, that, uh, that'll be a fun day. We attract lots and lots of kids, yes. <laughs> and finally, we're getting back to normal with COVID. We had to change the way we've done those the last couple ones, so we're excited that we get back to a pre-COVID Easter egg hunt. So that's Saturday the 16th, and then we've got... Um, Yard waste drop-off, I know a lot of people probably don't realize that we give this um, opportunity to our citizens. If you're, you know, spring cleanup and cleaning up your yard, you can drop off your yard waste between, and I'm finding the 
<laughs> dates right now between it starts April 18th mm-hmm. through July 31st. So trimmings, limbs, grass clippings, and then we mulch them up and use them. But a lot of these places don't, you know, you don't have a place to take that stuff or mm-hmm. if you don't want to burn it. Yeah getting a burn permit or that can be dangerous so that's an opportunity our citizens or residents have that they can drop off at the back of the park and again i'd, I'd visit the website and they'll give you more pertinent details or if you have questions you can call the parks office very good all right well that sounds like uh it's moving along it, that that's definitely a uh, a sign that spring is here when we start uh, dropping yes. off the the yard uh, clippings and things along those lines. You got a you got a good place for those. And hey, that's good. You know, not everybody offers that. And then people do things with them. Maybe they're not supposed to. So at least you have an outlet, and you got a place to to drop all that stuff off if necessary. You've got the uh, Easter egg event, the Easter egg hunt going on on the sixteenth of April, and uh, and that'll be a lot of fun. Like I said, uh, you know, that's just another thing to uh, bring the folks in, and 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 that's out at the city park, correct? Correct, Osage Beach City Park, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it starts around noon, and, and like I said, we have different ages, and uh, there's, I think we've got 50-plus thousand Easter eggs coming. So How many? For all the kids. So what? A lot of Easter eggs. Did you say 50,000? <laughs> yes, thousands and thousands of Easter eggs. Oh, my gosh, so, 50,000 yep, Easter eggs. We split the different ages up, yep. <laughs> and if you are, and we partner with the church, um, Victory Church out right. on 42. Uh-huh. They are a big partner. They help us with that. And, and if you're interested in volunteering, it does take a lot of people to corral ages 3 to 12 <laughs> different times of the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're also always looking for volunteers. Help us out. There you go. <laughs> the church is a big partner with that. So You've got 50,000 yeah, Easter eggs. Of eggs. Holy smokes. <laughs> 921, our guest is uh, Gina Wood. She is the uh, city administrator with the uh, city of Osage Beach, talking about some of the events that they've got going on. Can you fish out at the park yet? Is is, is that something that's been going on, and I just missed the uh, memo on that one? Yes, we are up and running. We do follow the Department of Conservation, you know, rules. Just You have to have your fishing permit, the different... um, I, we have been catch and release only for a while, and I believe that may still be because we're getting our, you know, getting the fish grown because we've stocked it until they're mature enough. So that may be something I'm probably not as much up to date as I probably should be on that. But, but yeah, we we now's the season. We see people down there all the time. There's mm-hmm. even several employees that go on their lunch break. So Very it nice. is if you've not been down to the pond, even if it's just. To relax. We've got benches and a little dock out there, but yes, fishing is, is allowed. And again, I guess if you have any questions, you can just call the Parks Department. They'll probably uh, be able to help you answer those pretty quick. Yes, and the Parks Office number is 302-7460. So, Parks Office, if you have any questions about opening times or one big project we're excited about down there is uh, several years ago, we had a big flood. Several years ago, I think mm-hmm. it was 2013. <laughs> so right. that's why it took our pond. We had to kind of refill our pond, you know, you know, get it going. So it's taken a few years to finally get fishing and everything back. Mm-hmm. But one last project that we finally are available to do because of the added revenue source that we've um, gotten in the last couple of years is a, a big culvert project down there because we do have lake access at that at the park and the road is is pretty you know, all natural. 
and because of that flood, we had a big culvert that we needed to uh, totally reconstruct. So we are excited that this that will happen this year. Very nice. Anything else uh, folks need to know about if they live in Osage Beach? Any uh, any things that <clears throat> might be changing rules, regulations, anything like that that you were aware of? Um, we talked a little bit about you know dropping off the uh, lawn clippings and things like that, but uh, is there any? new policies or anything that uh, people need to be aware of that uh, live within city limits? Well, the hot topic lately has been some of the building permit activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we the, the specific one, we went to some new codes a few years ago, mm-hmm. and one of the areas had to do with HVAC and, and permitting. The board did approve at our last meeting to have a basically a moratorium on the fee for that because this was kind of a not necessarily a new rule but a new one that's gotten some highlight lately yeah so they <laughs> are also bit, huh? choosing to right. <laughs> yeah this little bit so they have they're not going to charge for that particular permit so mm-hmm. that was a big change that took an ordinance change but the board supported that and that passed last uh, last week so we'll be updating our website and getting that up um, but you know the building department we've got information on our website about the different permits a lot of people until you know until you're ready to build a deck or or do a remodel or something a lot of your contractors are very well averse it mm-hmm. should be we've got nearly 800 active contractor licenses at any one time at city of osage beach so you should have a lot of contractors that are aware with the permitting and the policies and the procedures but you know, as a homeowner, when you don't do when you do that on your own and you don't do it often, you know you you don't realize sometimes what different requirements are. Very true. And uh, we, as an area, try to be very consistent um, under the same codes because going from one city to the other, not everybody knows that. But our website's very informative, and at any time you can call our building official as well, and he is very helpful to or anybody in that office and walking those through those processes. Yeah, I think it's very interesting um, when you talk about the issue surrounding HVAC. Do, do you happen to know what the motivation was for uh, for that initially when they had talked about it? And it obviously threw a lot of people for a loop in the city and uh, within city limits. Uh, but was there was there any real basis for that? I, I know they kind of used a, I don't know if you want to call it a, kind of a generic approach to uh, uh, to some of those codes and things like that. And they weren't necessarily specific to the city. It was, uh, I, I, if I am, if I'm understanding this correctly, that there was kind of a different, you know, a different setup, and then they wanted to implement this. W- was it, you know, the need to be able to maybe charge a fee in order to uh, make some money for something, or or what was? Do you happen to know the motivation behind that? Well, I, I don't want to speak for the building official, but we've that this part of the code is not necessarily new. Mm-hmm. And if you were, let's say, my limited knowledge here, but you were going to remodel your laundry room, well, that permit has always been okay. You're replacing that water heater, and it's kind of mixed in with all the other stuff. So this wasn't necessarily new, mm-hmm. and our board is the one that, you know, they're the policymakers and they put um, the ordinances in place. And so that permit just happened to fall under other permits of similar. So the, 
and, and again, I don't want to speak for the building official, but we've always had that part in it. And a lot of times the contractors take care of that. So it was something that just like, okay, maybe we haven't been paying attention to that area as much as we should. And so that kind of with the change of the codes brought that to light. And it just happened to be, it wasn't a new fee that went in just for that. It just fell under. So that's why the board itself had to go in and, and um, vote to change our ordinance. So they didn't vote to put that in specifically on mm-hmm. it on its own. Right. It just fell under the, the code structure of permit fees. And so they, they did decide to specifically take that out. Well, it's interesting. And uh, I'm sure you probably had an opportunity to uh, converse with a lot of people and get their thoughts and ideas on it. And uh, never never a dull moment. I mean, like if you're in the grocery store or something never like that. Never a dull moment. <laughs> Never a dull moment, but we do have frequently asked questions, and we did, uh, the building official did do something specific to this particular topic because of all the questions. Um, So that's also available on our website under the building official's page. Mm -hmm. So that's good for specific questions you may have. Um, Or if you're, you know, working with a contractor, um, definitely reach out to them too, especially somebody that has a contractor license in OSHA. You know, they should be um, familiar as well since they probably have to deal with all the codes all the time. All righty. Well, that's uh, it. Sounds like the uh, the way to go. Just to make a phone call, and uh, and then you'll uh, yeah. you'll get the uh, get the advice that you're you're seeking. You'll get exactly the answer that you're looking for. Just make a make a phone call out there. So again, it sounds like there's a lot of good stuff going on. <clears throat> when you do find out when you are able to uh, talk about something, uh, as far as any businesses coming to the lake area, or in particular Osage Beach. Give me a holler here, and uh, and we'll make sure to get some time for you and maybe even have an opportunity okay. to, to talk to some of these folks that are coming into the area. But uh, as always, Gina, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much uh, for joining us this morning. Gina You're Woods, welcome. the city administrator from the city of Osage Beach, and there's a lot to, a lot on, uh, on the horizon for this uh, wonderful city. And uh, like I said, uh, we hope to have you back on the program, and uh, maybe you can spill the beans on some uh, stuff going on uh, that you can't really talk about now. <laughs> well, you'll be one of my first calls. <laughs> I appreciate that, Gina. Know. All right. Well, thank you very no much. No problem. Thank have you. a good day, and, and thank welcome. you for uh, joining us here on The Daily Show. And we, uh, as I said, are going to be talking to her uh, her counterpart in uh, in the city of Lake Ozark tomorrow, and that would be uh, Harrison Fry, who works with the city of Lake Ozark. We are at uh, 9.30. We're going to take a little time to get you informed with some local information. Stacy Johnson with local news from lakeexpo.com. Chris Schneider with sports from Lake TV. And then we will usher in Mr. Bill Cass with SRG Financial Advisors and find out what's on his mind this morning. It's The Daily Show on 89.3 The Key. Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, March 21st. The Lake of the Ozarks Boat Parade returns for 2022 and a second attempt to break the Guinness World Record for largest boat parade. This year's parade starts Saturday, June 11th. Changes for this year's parade include moving to the Grand Glaze Arm and lowering the entry fee from $50 to $20. If there are funds left over, they'll be donated to Lake of the Ozarks Water Safety Council. To register to be part of the parade, go to www.funlake.com.
Lake Area Chamber of Commerce has named Morgan Crankshaw as its new executive director. Crankshaw is currently the marketing director for the Arrowhead Senior Living Community and as the chamber's own membership director from 2012 to 2014. She says she's thrilled to come back to the chamber and can't wait to grow the chamber's role and value to their members. Looking for a front row seat for Lake Race? If you're a boat captain, the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance has an opportunity to see the races up close. To keep the event safe and fun, patrol assistance is needed, and the perk is that volunteers get a front row seat. If you're interested in volunteering at Lake Race, contact Samantha Schwink at 573-836-5080. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, Lake Expo. Com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. The high school basketball season came to an end with the boys and girls classes 4, 5, and 6 state championships over the weekend. For the boys, Class 4 champion Vashon, they beat Father Tolton in the championship game. Class 5 champ is Webster's Grove, they beat Helias. And the Class 6 champion, Christian Brothers College, they beat Nixa. For the girls, it was John Burroughs beating Benton for the title. Helias finished third. St. James finished fourth. In Class 5, West Plains, the state champ, they beat Whitfield. And in Class 6, is it's Incarnate Word. Uh, beating Kickapoo for the state title. It was a great basketball season. Some great games for you on Lake TV. And remember, on Tuesday and Friday nights, we show you the Lake TV Classic Game of the Week. Some great games from over the years on Lake TV. Men's NCAA Tournament. First two rounds of the big dance in the books. The defending national champion is out. Baylor eliminated in the second round by North Carolina in overtime. Two number two seeds eliminated. Kentucky and Auburn are gone. They will pick it up with a Sweet 16 action starting on Thursday. Mizzou Tigers, their season is over, as is the MSU Bears. The Lady Bears, they won a game in the NCAA tournament. They lost, though, to Ohio State over the weekend. So the uh, Lady Bears finished the season 25-8. and eight. The Lady Tigers from Mizzou, they lost to Drake in overtime in the first round of the NIT tournament. St. Louis Blues lost Saturday at Columbus, their third straight loss. They'll be on the road to play the Caps in Washington tomorrow. Hey, you got to check out KB 
on TV. That's right. KB Kevin Burns. You can see him on Lake TV with What's Burning at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live on MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station. Featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, Live High School Sports, Real Estate, Dining, Boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks Shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. You'll leave inspired and equipped. The night before, CWA will hold their pastor-to-pastor dinner, leading in today's culture. Learn what churches can legally do to bring biblical values to all areas of influence and lead your congregation in these difficult times. There's no cost to pastors. RSVP on Eventbrite. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. This is your chance to get involved in Community Radio Lake of the Ozarks with 89.3, The Key. All right, 936, we welcome you back. The final 24 minutes of the show and a reminder tomorrow on the program, we've got got it all loaded and ready for you. Tyler Brown from the Missouri Department of Conservation, he is going to join us. We'll talk, uh, among other things, snagging. It is snagging season. Folks like to go out there and snag themselves a big old paddlefish. I understand that the paddlefish isn't bad eating, but I, that's, you know, to uh, to each their own, I guess, when it comes to stuff like that. Got uh, Harrison Fry on the program as well. He is the city administrator. Uh, the is he, he's a, he works for the city of uh, Lake Ozark. I know that. He's, I know that much as well. Yeah. That's, that's about all I know as well. He's, uh, he, he's going to be filling us in on some things that are going on, much like Gina Woods did with the uh, city of Osage Beach. Harrison will join us tomorrow on the program as well as um, Brian Vance. Brian Vance with Ameren, Missouri. It is great to say <clears throat> yet again that it is shoreline cleanup time. And I don't know if they're going to do it uh, twice this year or at least uh, once anyway in the spring. And uh, I, I would imagine, as is the case, when you don't have the opportunity to get out there and clean up the shoreline like you would like to, um, yeah, it uh, accumulates probably uh, more debris than usual. I mean, for a while there, it was about a 25, 26, 27-year run where they were out there taking care of the shoreline uh, twice a year in spring and in the fall and uh, keeping it nice and clean. But, of course, with uh, COVID, like everything else, it's screwed up. It got stopped, didn't it? Yeah, it, 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 because of COVID and things like that. We that didn't. really is a cool program, though. That they, you know, that is that, That's one of the things at Lake of the Ozarks that has been just an absolute uh, blessing to the lake. Yes, sir. You know, when, uh, when that was all started, uh, 
think of the tons and tons and tons of white styrofoam yeah. that was taken off of this lake. Absolutely. You know, and, and I can remember there was a time when you would look at almost any beach and you'd see pebble, pebbles of styrofoam. Yep. In the, yes, sir. And you don't see that much anymore. You know, I mean, it's there. I mean, you look around, you're going to find some of it, but not like it was. We have done a wonderful job. And getting a lot of that off the lake, it's it, and and besides that, just just trash in general. And it is still amazing to me after all of these years, after taking tons and tons and tons of trash off the shorelines, there's still tons more to be taken off every year. Did you tell him we charge for photographs? I, <laughs> <laughs> He'll be coming in to have you sign a release later. <laughs> I guess nine thirty nine, and of course you can uh, you can hear the voice, you recognize the voice of one Bill Lacasse. Uh, the head honcho here at SRG Financial Advisors. And uh, we are very, very, very blessed to have the studio to work out of each and every Monday through Friday that we do the daily show. People walk in here and they take a look around and they say, well, you guys are legitimate, aren't you? I said, darn tootin' we are. Darn tootin' we are. We don't we do not do anything halfway. Not at all. Um, this has been a fun little project, getting all this set up. I it's been say. fun. You know, it's it's nice because, it you know, you, you just feel... Like you're doing radio when you're in a studio. I mean, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been spoiled all your life, see? That's, I guess. You know. I've been spoiled all my life. Yeah. My wife will tell you that. Yeah, right, right. I've watched her spoil you. It must. I don't know who, what woman that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing, obviously. Yeah, I, I would reel that one back in. If she she cleaned up my mess and everything yesterday when I was making gumbo. and I, I actually got to a point where I dozed off for a little while. Yeah. And the gumbo was on the... So the, the cleanup of the, of the gumbo, does that uh, depend on how good the gumbo was while she's eating it? I mean, if it was a lousy batch of gumbo, do you, are you on your own then at that point? Pretty much. I see. Yeah. All right. So it is, you, you, you've got a performer, you're, you're, you're cleaning up. It's, it's legit. It, it's legit. She just, my wife here, I mean, she does so much around the house. She really does. And, and uh, for those of you who know her, you know that she's disabled because uh, she's got a bad wheel there, uh, her right ankle. She had the ankle replacement done. And as is the case with anything like that, it causes other things to shift in the body. So uh, if she's favoring her ankle, well, then, you know, it, it's affected her, her back. Sure. And uh, she's got some degenerative discs in her back, and that has caused nerve damage. And so she'll be doing something around the house, and all of a sudden, whatever she has in her hand, she'll just drop it. And she doesn't drop it on purpose. She drops it because of the nerve damage in the hand that makes her just kind of lose control. So when you get on her last bad nerve, you, that is truly her last nerve. <laughs> I, I try not to do that anymore, man. <laughs> you know, we've been together now for over 20 years, and so I think I've learned a few things. When to open my mouth and when to insert my foot in my mouth. When to duck. When to duck. When to flat out just hit the dirt, man. Run. Yeah, run. <laughs> 942, we brought Bill in to uh, discuss the finer points of uh, saving for your retirement and planning for your future. And, you know, it's not all about death and taxes. There is some good stuff that comes from money. There is some good stuff that comes from money. No question about that. You know, it's uh, um, money is not everything. It's kind of like oxygen, you know. If you don't take a breath every once in a while, you will pass out. This is true. And that's the uh, same way with money. You, you know, the the one wonderful thing about money is it gives you choices. 
And that's as long as you kind of keep that in mind, you know, the, doing what I do I for have a living. Choices with my money. You do. You do. And the more <laughs> money you this have, happen? the more money you have, the more choices you get. And that's really kind of the uh, that's the only advantage of, of of having lots of money. Right. And, and, and I tell people all the time when they come in, you know, and they'll they'll say, well, you know, this is probably not that much money to you. If that's all your money, that's your fortune. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's that's you know that's a big deal. You know that that is all your money. And I have never ever ever had anyone ever come into the office and say to me, you know what, Bill, I think I just have way more money than I really need. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much money somebody's got, they have, always have wish they'd me, had more. You? you know, they always wish they'd had more. And it's one of the, you know it's it's uh, and the problems are no different. For someone that has uh, uh, millions of dollars to someone who has hundreds of dollars, it's just that the commas and the zeros change. Their monthly bills are bigger. Mm-hmm. They've gotten themselves in, in, you know, in a lot of cases, uh, used to making lots of money like that. And they can cause themselves actually more trouble with lots of money to where when you don't have any money, it kind of automatically keeps you out of some of that trouble. That's true. Um, it's, you know, money, money uh, there's a lot of good things to be had about it, but... Uh, Money is interesting, that's for sure. Let's just put it that way. You know, before I get too deep, I better tell everybody all the stuff that the, my compliance department makes sure that I that I keep you guys informed of. And that is that the strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only. They do not reset, represent specific investment tax or estate planning advice. Also need to remember when we're discussing investment strategies, you must remember that investing carries an inherent element of risk. We do believe it's in everyone's best interest to consult a financial tax and our legal professional where applicable when planning your specific situation. You also need to know that I'm an investment advisor representative of and I offer securities through USA Financial Securities. They're a member of FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisory firm, and SRG Financial and USA Financial are not affiliated companies. Always remember when you don't hear a disclaimer like that from somebody that's coming to give you financial advice, they're probably not licensed well enough to be able to give you all the advice that you might need. So kind of keep that in mind that, you know, that the regulatory thing is kind of an odd part of our business. But it is a very, very important part of our business. But I, I kind of wanted to talk today a little bit about some of the things that are just going on in the big wide world. Of course, it is tax time. And like KB said, it's not all about death and taxes. But uh, you get to this time of the year and you start thinking that uh, you might die if you don't get your taxes done. That's for sure. Um, but, you know, taxes are something you have to be on top of. The Russian war is something that is kind of uh, out there that everybody, have, needless to say, is a little bit concerned about kind of interesting to see that uh, we may be coming to some type of a stalemate with this war. You know, they may have run out of steam. You know, they made an offer. uh, Russia made an offer uh, for surrender and was flatly denied by the Ukrainians. Uh, I think it surprised everybody. I'm hearing words from uh, Ukraine that sounds like that the only surrender possibility would be if they surrender and Putin leaves. Uh, they don't want him in office anymore. Uh, so that, that's far from done over there. But the good news is I think everybody's kind of get a handle, starting to get a handle on it. And the the stock market is at the very least starting to get used to what's going on over there. Um, you know, there for a little while it was uh, up, down, up, down, up, down, depending on what the news of the day was for uh, for, for the Russian stuff. Now we're back to looking at uh, other disasters in the world. You know, I don't know if you heard this morning or not, KB, but uh, uh, there was a Boeing crash. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's a 737-800. That is not the max. That's not the one that uh, caused all the big issue for so long. And uh, that 737 uh Great airplane, you know that ha- it has an incredible track record, especially that 800. I forget the manufacturers of the engines on there. It's a joint venture between General Electric and another company. I can't remember that company, but mm-hmm. those engines have an incredible track record. Unfortunately, there were 132 people lost on that on that crash. It was uh, uh, certainly not a, a good thing, and. And with that, of course, uh, when I checked Boeing just before I came on, uh, their stock is down about not quite 6%, somewhere between 5 and 6%. It's been bouncing around for the morning. Uh, some of the losses, some of the early losses have come back a little bit from right after the news came out. But we're starting to see uh, uh, other parts of the world have some some say about what the stock market's doing different than the Russian-Ukraine war. Um pretty tough though to take a look at what has truly become a global stock market and I say a global stock market because you can pretty much trade any country in the world 24 hours a day in some type of stock market that is open somewhere in the world used to be that um, if you wanted to trade uh, uh, Asian stocks there was a time when the Asian market was open but there are so many companies that uh, United States companies that have presence in those countries as well that uh, it truly is becoming a global type of investment platform that we're seeing these days Uh, the tough part about this is how do you wrap your life around this how do you make sure that as you're trying to plan your life, that these ups and downs in the stock market uh, are just, just not driving you absolutely crazy. And that has a whole lot to do with what stage of life that you're in. You know, if you are a young man like my son, who's, you know, right at 30, um, he's got a whole bunch of years in front of him before he needs to start using the money that he's saving at this point. So the money that he's putting away, he can afford to be extremely risky with. And what I mean by being extremely risky, uh, mostly what that means is is full exposure to the stock market. Full exposure when it goes up, full exposure when it goes down. Utilizing the idea that when the market does have uh, big drops, he's able to drop additional money into uh, those types of investments that are probably bargains at the times that he's buying, especially if you start looking 25 or 30 years down the road. So, you know, for somebody young, um, this type of a stock market is not necessarily a huge, big problem. Mm -hmm. As you start getting a little bit older, you know, um, everything kind of starts getting a little bit different. There used to be a time that uh, uh, kind of a general rule of thumb was always to say, well, if you take the number 100, subtract your age, that will kind of give you the percentage of how much money you should have in equities and how much money you should have in in a bond portfolio to kind of balance out that portfolio. That was always great advice all the way up to the point where interest rates are as low as they are today. Now, we're starting to see some interest rates starting to bounce. Um, and this is this goes along with what I was getting ready to say. Normally, what has been done is to try to take some of the edge off of a portfolio. Um, you would add bonds to it, things to give it a little bit more stability. It was a wonderful thing as interest rates were coming down. 
you know, bonds have a great fixed rate that you can look at. You know how much money you're going to make off that bond. And if interest rates fall, the bond itself appreciates in value and is worth more money. So you can you can not only get money just from the yield, but you can also get it from the growth of that uh, bond as interest rates fall. But, of course, we're right in the exact opposite right now, where we're starting to see those interest rates starting to rise. So by adding bonds to your portfolio uh, to try to give it some stability, suddenly you may be giving it more instability than you are giving it stability. Um, kind of give you an idea here. I just checked just before I came in. The 10-year Treasury is up to 2.2 and some change up and down from right around 2.2 uh, percent on a 10-year bond. Now, what that means is, is that uh, you give your money, you buy a 10-year treasury bond, and in the end of 10 years, they will give your give you your money back, and along the way, you're going to earn 2.2 percent as it's doing that. If interest rates fall, the value of that bond could go up, but as interest rates rise, the value of that bond goes down. So. Um, in a rising interest rate environment, a lot of times you may be forced or may have to hold on to a bond until its maturity in order to be able to get the full amount of money that you put into it back out. So you've got to be sure that when you're looking at owning bonds, does it fit inside of your portfolio? Is it giving you the type of stability that maybe um, that, that you're looking for with the idea that you can hold that bond all the way to maturity? Then it gets even worse as you start aging and getting to that point where you're in that transition, what, what, what a lot of people call the red zone when we're talking about finances, is you're not quite to retirement, but you're thinking about it. You're probably within five years of making a decision to say, am I going to give up that paycheck and just walk out the door and hope that the money that I have saved over the years, the pensions that I might receive, the Social Security that I'm going to get... Am I going to be able to recreate that paycheck so that I can live the kind of life that uh, that I want to live? Now, needless to say, um, that bonds used to be a really a cornerstone in a lot of people's retirement portfolio with the idea of saying, let's uh, let's put some money at interest, earn some yield off of that. Um, gosh, if you're if, if you're in retirement or approaching retirement right now, then you undoubtedly remember back in the 80s when uh, uh, interest rates were extremely high. Gosh, there were treasury bonds being issued at 14 percent. Um, bank CDs were were paying 17, 18 percent. Um, it was pretty easy to sit there and think, well, gosh, I can create income. I can take my money, just put it in a bank CD, live off the interest and never touch the principal. Today, if you wanted to try to emulate that idea, you would be looking at the idea of um, maybe a, a half to 1% in, 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 a, in a bank CD or in some sort of a, of a fixed rate interest type of investment. Um, let's say you have the need of, of $25,000 per year um, at 1% you're going to need $2.5 million to put in the bank in order to be able to throw off $25,000 additional income a year. There has always been, and there has always been a desire anyway, for people to look at their portfolio and say, I've got to have more than that 1% uh, off of my money in order to be able to live 
But how do I do that without putting it at risk? Because you see a whole lot of income portfolios built off of the idea of let's take a look at kind of a standard rate of return or, or kind of a historical rate of return, you know, say, uh, uh, you know, if I've, if I've got my money in, in the bank and, or in the, in, in the portfolio and let's say it's averaged a modest 8 or 9% per year and if you took 5% in theory, the portfolio should continue to grow by 3% as you're taking an income off of it. Problem becomes when... You know, if you like to have a paycheck that you're creating for yourself every month, um, what do you do in those months where the market takes a 10, 15 or 20 percent drop? Do you go ahead and do you, do you forfeit the month and say, I won't take a, a paycheck that day? Or do you go ahead and take your paycheck out of a portfolio that has lost 20 percent and now you're pulling 5 percent off of it in order to be able to create that income? At that point, you're double compounding backwards. That ends up being a huge, huge, huge big issue. What ends up happening is the, the you have the possibility of running out of money before you run out of life. So whenever you sit down and start, you know, it, like I've said many times, as tough as it is when you're young to save money, it really becomes difficult when you get into the period of life where it's saying, okay, I really have to count on this pile of money and I can't see it go away. It has to it has to stay in its entirety. I'm 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 nervous about what it is happening. What do you do? Where do you go from there? The, the sad part about it is is that uh unfortunately um everybody hears this average rate of return of the stock market and thinks, well gosh, that ought to work out perfectly. It does as long as the sequence of return doesn't become an issue like I just described. That is called sequence of return risk. And it's as important as bond interest risk. It's as important as stock market risk. It's uh, it's just one more thing that has to be factored in when you're sitting down to figure out how do you take the money that you have and, and, and how do you get it to last that entire lifetime. One of the things that we have really uh, focused on over the years, and it's kind of funny. I get a kick out of it when I when I when I look back. Uh, I made the decision thirty some odd years ago to specialize in the area of creating income for people in retirement. I licensed myself with all of the different uh, licenses needed. I became a registered investment advisor. I hold a Series 7 securities license. I hold all the different um, life and health and uh, insurance licenses. Uh, there's, I am licensed to be able to give advice on virtually any investment product that is on the planet. There was, after I had done that, after I'd gotten all those licenses and started going through all the regulatory stuff, just like that disclaimer that I have to read uh, before, I, before I talk about anything, I, for a while, wondered, have I really set myself up into a position here where all I'm going to be doing is uh, continuing education and following rules and regs and uh, um, how do we, you know, have I, have I done the correct thing? And I watched a lot of people in my industry and this goes back, oh, let's say, 20 years ago, there was a lot of people that might have had some or all of the licenses that I had, and they started giving them up because it was just such a hassle with all of the different regulations and all the things that were happening. And there was a 
Um, and, and it became, you know, if you were going to advertise about what you were going to do, it required so much disclaimer that you couldn't hardly do the advertising. Or if you gave up some of those licenses, you could pretty much say whatever in the world you wanted to say. And it kind of enticed a lot of people in the industry to go ahead and give up those licenses or not acquire those licenses. And then lo and behold, the industry kind of took a left turn in that, you know, if, if everybody's probably pretty familiar right now with hearing the idea of, of a fiduciary standard, you know, that all financial people must follow this fiduciary standard. Well, I was stuck with that fiduciary standard a long time ago when I got those licenses. Now, all of a sudden, we're seeing uh, the industry is kind of replicating what it is that I did 30 years ago. And I'm getting kind of a kick out of it. You know, you, you, it's funny how uh, as things change, sometimes they come back to being the way that they were. Well, I would say that, uh, you know, that's normally how it works. History is bound to repeat itself. It always does. That's exactly what uh, what we look at. You know, that's uh, interesting that you bring it up like that because that's what we always talk about with uh, Professor Paisley. Yes, yes, yes. Bill Cast with SRG Financial Advisors. Thanks for hanging out with me, man. My pleasure, man. I enjoy it, and um, I'm sure glad to have you in the building. It's a, and, and you know what, KB, you know this. Yeah. I just like hanging out with you. I appreciate that. You know, that doesn't you, happen you, very often anymore. You, how, how long have you and I been doing this? A long time. It's been a long time, and I and, and I enjoy s- 